Welcome to the Captain's Log with me, Captain Christina Zamora from blogtrek.net. The Captain's Log is a podcast where I document my day and style it like a Star Trek episode. If you enjoy the podcast, check out blogtrek.net where I have pictures, stories, and more. I hope you like the latest subspace transmission. Captain's Log, Stardate 0521201.2. I finally was given the opportunity to have a bit of shore leave. Usually, I don't have the chance to visit a planet without having a member of my crew in tow. Although I missed the companionship at first, I began to enjoy the freedom of being able to explore without having to worry about the safety of my crew. It was a beautiful day on Discovered Tin 4. There were many boaters out on the water and several fishermen along the banks of the river. The sea breeze provided a nice contrast to the warm weather. As I journeyed along the coast, I heard a plea for assistance in the distance. I clicked quickly went to investigate. As I went to look for the source of the plea for assistance, I came across this bridge. The passage seemed to be in a state of disrepair, undaunted by the potential for danger. I did what any Starfleet officer would do and took the risk in traversing the bridge in order to save someone who could potentially be in danger. After some tense moments and a bit of careful balancing, I was able to cross over to the other side of the bridge. I quickly went to investigate the building where the calls for assistance seemed to be emanating from. The entrance to the building was sealed off. I attempted to bypass its security measures with my tricorder and phaser, but to little effect. Eventually, I was able to peer into the building to ascertain its contents. The inside of the building housed a derelict gravitational array. The plea for assistance seemed to emanate from a voice right in front of me, but I was unable to detect anything visually or with my tricorder. Perhaps something about the cavernous layout of the gravitational array enabled the acoustics to continuously bounce off the walls repeatedly. Or perhaps there was a more paranormal origin. I didn't stick around too long as I didn't want my pleas for help to be forever looping off the walls. I didn't seem to be in any imminent danger, but I didn't want to stick around to find out otherwise. I did manage to snap a few beautiful pictures before returning back to safety. As I returned back to shore, I spent some time engaged in conversations with some prospective allies or dates (laughs) to the Federation. There's many civilizations interested in joining the Federation, but upon closer scrutiny, A lot of the leaders aren't really compatible with the long-term goals of the Federation. There is one prospect I'm starting to be excited about, and he wants to go biking with me on Natoma Prime.
he has a ship and crew of his own and i'm and i'm optimistic about what could be even though we're still in the early phases of the negotiation process lastly before i go i forgot to mention that i interviewed for a manager position at starfleet's lgbt center I passed the first round of interviews and have been invited to the final round. I'm unsure I really want to return to working at a star base. The pay is paltry, but would essentially be allocated to savings, something that could help my depleting account. The caveat to all of this is that I'm unsure what to do with regard to the cadets under my charge. They still need to be transported to and from Starfleet Academy. I don't know how I'd balance working at a starbase and going to the various campuses that my cadets are assigned to. For now, I'm gonna cautiously press forward and cross that metaphorical bridge when I get there. Captain Christina Zamora out. Once again, thank you for uh, tuning in to uh, Log Trek um, and the Captain's Log. Uh, if you want more, you can find that at blogtrek.net. Um, I'd appreciate any traffic, any likes, comments, advice, criticisms, anything you have. Thank you for your time once more. <laughs>